It's almost Christmas ghosticles time. It's almost Christmas ghosticles time. Oh, don't remind me. And so, <laughs> it's, Christmas is stressful enough not, on its own. And now it's this not year, Christmas it's, yet. it's not Christmas yet. And I once I think Christmas is going to come and go this year. And I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, today was Christmas, wasn't it? I'm going to forget yeah. Christmas like I forget most people's birthdays this year. Uh, so I'm going to forget yeah. Jesus's birthday. Um, which, well, you know. I don't know, this year is just weird. It's weird. And I'm also living somewhere that just doesn't feel very Christmassy because the weather is still pretty mild. Um, yeah. You know, like it gets kind of down in the, you know, let's say upper 40s at night. But during the day, it's, you know, 70s easy. So it doesn't, it does not feel, ding. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't oh, really wow. feel very Christmas. And, you know, I've not been in the mood, so I don't, I haven't decorated and, and we haven't really. Oh, yeah. The only thing I'm going to do for Christmas is I'm going to try a new recipe for dinner on Christmas Eve. I think I'm going to make some uh, really cool pulled pork recipe I found. Ooh, and then Christmas, yeah. Christmas morning, I'll make the, the eggs Benny. The uh, McKinnis nice. eggs, Benny, so I can be, yeah. uh, or try not to fuck it up. I, you know, uh, uh, in other news related, I made uh, Coco Vin for the first time yeah. this week, which is uh, which is great. It's just, it just means cock and wine. Uh, so, Sounds about right. So naturally, yeah. I was drawn to it, but it's just an old, it's <laughs> like a, a moth to it's flame. It's like, like a moth to flame. And, uh. <laughs> But it's good. It's it's uh, essentially it's just chicken in because uh, you know who gets who can get a rooster at the store anymore. But it's a uh, it's a French recipe, like a classic French culinary thing. It's kind of up there with like duck à l'orange in terms of like it's just so it's such a it's so very much a French thing. And I was like, so I did my first piece of actual complicated French cooking. Yeah, it looked good. You just texted me the pictures. It looked real good. Bouf bourguignon, here I come. That's right. That's gonna I, be uh... my next my next challenge. Our, I'll probably cook something. Well, no, because the girls come, they always want something uh, that I cook. So I'll probably have yeah. to make stew for them. Yeah. And I'll probably have to make like a, a like a bean soup type thing that I make mm-hmm. and um, uh, biscuits and gravy for sure. But that'll be for Jack too. So like, there's some stuff we're going yeah. tomorrow to get them. And uh, so we we have decorated for Christmas because I do want to make sure that they feel like it's still magical for them because I know it's been a hard year for them too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. at least give them a chance to. Well, you know, maybe maybe Christmas Day we do a little Zoom call with you guys because it'd be nice to yeah. see, it'd be nice to see you and it'd be nice to say hi to the girls too since we haven't seen them in a minute. But yeah, yeah. just to say hello. That would be very nice. It's holidays. kind of funny because Serafina is now watching anime. And she was watching Attack on Titan and texted me in all caps, I didn't know Michael wrote the script for Attack on Titan. And she saw it in the, uh, I guess she was looking for names that she recognized um, in the cast list and everything. And she saw your name for the script and just freaked out. I was like, you know, he wrote Danganronpa, the script for Danganronpa too. And she was like, what? And then I was like, I'm also in that, just so you know. It blew her mind. It blew her mind. Kid's going to be I am barely in it, but uh, yeah, it was really fun uh, to just kind of see her discovering other things. And then that, it's not me. It's that you. She knows you and that you were in it. Writers never get, writers never get, (laughs) like, the credit. 
And I wasn't the only one. To be fair, I'm not the only one that's written on that show. Like that's me and and Tyson Reinhardt uh, wrote on yeah, Attack on Titan right. and and Aaron Dismuke, and they're all lovely. So it's like we're in good company. But it's so funny. That's we're right. not we're not used to everyone like you wrote that. I'm like, yeah. It's more like the 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 subtext of that question is always like someone writes it. <laughs> yeah, right. I thought they just use a translation. No, no, no. no, no. Um, but the good news is when people online are mad, I'll take the credit for it. That's you wrote. It's you wrote everything they don't like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If there is a word you don't like, I did it. It me. It me. <laughs> well, speaking of writing, shall we uh, jump yes, into our reader stories. submission, our listener submissions today? Our first yes. one comes from Sherry. I'm just going to say it like uh, that because I love Sherry. Mon Sherry. Sherry says, hello, Michael and Jamie, with like three exclamation points. So that's, Ooh, well, that's a lot of... That's three a, exclamation points to you. That's a lot of energy. I really like it. I, I can't match your energy today, I'm afraid. But I, I want you to know that I, I accept it in kind. Um, I have a legend my husband told from his childhood town. At his request, I can't divulge the town name, but I can say it's a small New Hampshire town on the banks of the Connecticut River. I so wanted Shelley to like include like the coordinates. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like all and it was founded by such and such. There are two countries involved in this year's summit. I cannot tell you which, but I can tell you they speak French and German. Uh, Anyway, so... uh, (laughs) Those... those don't tell me your age, but tell me, show me four albums that came out when you were born or when you were 14 right, or whatever. Right, right, And then Sarah Cooper tweeted, don't tell me your age, but tell me what year you were born. <laughs> and like, people did not, I was like, that so funny. <laughs> that was amazing. And people did it over their heads. It was great. They're like, anyway, sorry. Whoosh. Okay, sorry. Sherry, so Sherry. here we go. Sherry, overlooking Main Street sits an old graveyard plotted on uh, onto a hill. Tucked in a back corner near the start of a forest, but apart from it, sits an old oak tree. It is white as bone and barkless. It does not bloom, and it does not die. It's been told that the tree no longer feeds on sun and earth, but the very souls of those buried within the graveyard's fences. True to form, if you dare to approach the tree... You can make out the tortured faces of those it has consumed. Yikes. This is followed by an ellipses, followed by hashtag actually, followed by an ellipses. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag actually. The first time he told me this story, uh, uh, when we had, uh, when... Sorry, the first time he told me this story, we had just started dating. He was very, con- he very convincingly passed it off as if it was an actual legend. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Um, it wasn't until six years later, as I contemplated what stories I could send you, that the truth came out. See, I tried to do my own research to find the root, pun intended, of this legend, but came up uh, came up empty-handed. So I'd asked him about it. How did he hear it? Did he know how long the legend had been around, etc.? It was during my questioning that it came out. He and some of his childhood friends had made the whole thing up. How's <laughs> <laughs> that been there? Well, not entirely. There is a graveyard on a hill, and there is a big white oak tree that hasn't bloomed in years. I've seen it with my own two eyes. But it is very clearly just a dead tree that's been bleached by the sun in its age. <laughs> I thought this would be a laugh at the very least. It I, <laughs> I do have several actual ghost stories to tell, both mine and my husband's, so keep your eyes out. I hope your holidays will or have been peaceful and joyous 
Thanks so much for all you do. Thank you uh, so much. I, I've got a comment. I know I've told the story before, but I think it bears repeating for people that may have forgotten it or that have never heard it because they just haven't heard the episode we bring it up on. But when I was a kid, speaking of graveyards on a hill, there were two big cemeteries in my hometown, um, one of them very old and uh, on the outskirts of town. And it was just kind of, it was your class, because of its age and of kind of how it was situated on this hill, it was very much your classic horror movie looking uh, graveyard, right? With like the the stones jutting every which way, old as hell. And there was, I, when I was one year, uh, when I was on the high school newspaper, uh, I got assigned to write to like do a bunch of like on the street ghost stories. So I like went and interviewed people to add their ghost stories to this big uh, piece I was doing for the front page of the Halloween edition that year. And uh, one girl that I knew very well was like, yes, so there, did you hear about the woman in white, the hashtag bitch in white, um, that wanders the, the Pecan Grove Cemetery out there on the outskirts of town. She apparently appears at midnight on this certain date and she's like me and my then boyfriend and some friends of ours went out there and we saw her. Like you could hear the chimes ring at midnight and a few minutes later, we could just see this white shape flitting between the gravestones and it would like disappear and it would reappear like yards away and then disappear. Like we just kept popping up and it was so creepy, but it was clearly the shape of like a flowing gown and it was all white. And it was just, we got, we scared ourselves to death and we got the hell out of there. And I was like, oh, it's a good story. And I wrote it for the paper and it got, you know, it got great marks. <laughs> Years later, <laughs> I was talking to someone with whom I had gone to high school, even though I didn't know them at the time. And I was like, oh, we were talking about ghost stories as, you know, as we do. And I was like, hey, did you guys ever hear about the Pecan Grove Cemetery, the lady in white that stalks the, the gravestones out there? And uh, the woman I was telling the story to started just fucking cracking up. She's like, who told you that story? And I was like, oh, my friend Marsha from back when we were, we were in high school together. And she was like, oh, that stupid bitch. And she starts like <laughs> telling me, she's like, the lady in white was me. We were playing a prank on her and her gang, her group of friends. So and so they had. What they'd done is made sure to park strategically far enough away that the effect uh, um, couldn't be detected. But all she did, my friend, the culprit, was have a white dress on of some kind. And over it, she had this big black sheet that she wrapped herself up in. So from a distance, all she had to do was kind of take the sheet off and then move around and then wrap the sheet back around her. So from a distance, it looked like this white forward. form appearing and disappearing and appearing and disappearing. And she was like, it was great, it was very simple. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she was a theater kid like I was. So I was like, that that tracks, that's definitely something, yeah. that's definitely a prank a theater kid would play. And so that's, a, that's, one of, that's my favorite personal actually is like, man, I even helped propagate that story not knowing it was an actually at the time. Yeah, I had a, I had a propagation of an actually as well, myself, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when I was very young. Uh, I lived up until fourth grade, I guess, in um, just this house, kindergarten to fourth grade. And um, that's when I went to Harvest Hills Elementary uh, School in Oklahoma City. That's <laughs> a very, that's a very ominous name for a school. Harvest Hills. <laughs> uh, and it does sound very like a haunted Harvest or something. Like, send, Harvest Hills. I, I don't want to send my children to anything called Harvest <laughs> Yeah, now, but back then, you know, you didn't want to send your kids anywhere because there were people kidnapping children left that's, and right. That's true. Uh, because we were just playing by ourselves outside. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, so in our playing by ourselves outside, there was a group of kids that would, you know, were running around together in this neighborhood. 
And there was this house that I told people uh, if you went, because, you know, if there was a vacant house, you'd sneak into the backyard. That's just what you did. And so we were in the backyard <laughs> and I was looking in the window and I told these boys, because uh, there weren't really a lot of girls in the neighborhood. There was one, but she wasn't there that day. And I was like, guys, if you look in this back window, there's a painting on the wall. And if you look into the painting, it swirls and moves because there's a demon stuck in the painting. Something along those lines. And so they were like, oh, my God, you can see it moving. And it was a real swirly painting that was there. The house had been abandoned, but there was still, like, a few things in there, including this painting on the wall. Uh, and that back door just led right to the dining room and to the kitchen. And so... Uh, it was really funny, and from then on, everybody knew that house was haunted. And so years <laughs> later, I was in the neighborhood for something, uh, and I was it. talking to some kids that were in the neighborhood, and they were like, this house, you got to be careful of. It's haunted. And it was still abandoned, <laughs> and um, nobody was there. And, but they talked about this painting was hanging in the back, and it's not there anymore, but it used to move around on its own, and so you can hear. <laughs> and so the story had, like, built, and I was uh, like, I created this story. This is, I have such power. But yeah, that's my, that was my actually. <laughs> the monster at the end of this book is me. I yeah, I feel like now we're going to be repeating more stories because we don't know who all's listened to every single episode. I know. It's, ni- it's, well, it's nice. It's <laughs> nice. We're I getting mean, into the hundreds of everything. Well, it's great because then our, then our, our, our tried and true listeners can be like, well, that, you've changed a detail there. So we can kind of learn in real time how stories evolve. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Uh, but anyway, okay. All right, so, yes, on to, yeah, on to yours. We love it. Send us your actually. We love the actually, especially a ghost story yeah. that you found out later with someone pranking you or that you prank someone or something. I, I, My favorite is when, like, you find out later someone thought they'd seen a ghost when it was you and you didn't know that that was what right. had happened. They're like, that, that was me upstairs in the attic. You thought that was a ghost? Like, I love shit like that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yes, that's fun. Happy holidays. Hopefully happy. (laughs) It's a holiday commercial. Hopeful holidays. (laughs) Hopeful, happy holidays. (laughs) This is our commercial for Patreon. Yay. Uh, So sign up, join. Be a Do patron. It. Join Do the it. Discord. It's a lot of fun. They have D&D games. They're so fun. Oh, Very it's supportive. Great, it's such a great community. No reason not to it's do it. It's so much fun to interact with our community. That's true. And also, it it's helpful for us, too, to keep uh, from other commercials getting in besides this one this so please join uh, it's, it is it is a lot of fun and we do so appreciate all of the support that we have from patrons out there um, we appreciate anything that anything you could do uh, mm. patreon.com ghoul intentions <laughs> and uh, we really really appreciate it our discord chats will be for all discord uh, members that will be on the 12th of December yes. at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, indeed. And then we will also have one for our Phantasm tier, uh, the nice. Discord Phantasm tier at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, same t- same time on the 26th. Yes. So join us. We love, join us. We love hearing from you. We love getting to talk with you in a more interactive way. 
We really, mm-hmm. really look forward. We just finished up a chat uh, yesterday uh, yeah, with our patrons, really and we all agree that it's just like I don't know. It's just so much fun. It, it's it's my it's one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is getting to interact yeah. with the community and hearing personal stories and just getting to chat with people, especially and now questions that we don't think about. Exactly. Like, what was the one? The book? Like what? Yeah. What? Uh, what? To, what us? Yeah. What? Or what? Like what literary style would you would you adopt if you were writing a ghost story? Was, yes. was uh, Sarah's Such question. Such a great question. And it was yeah, so, we, so good. We have so I'm, much fun with it. So, yeah. uh, and you will too if you are a patron. If mm-hmm. you aren't sure, um, find a patron and ask them, and they'll tell you. It's it's yeah. a lot of fun, and we yeah. certainly certainly appreciate the support. And the group um, and, and the community and, is very supportive of each other as well. So once you're in, you're family. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So yay, Patreon, and happy holidays. Hopeful holidays. We hope to see you on Patreon. Happy holidays. (laughs) Wow. Stay spooky. Okay, okay. So next we have Kelsey. Kelsey. Hey, Jamie and Michael. Hey. I have a story about a strange experience my father and I had recently. Mm. At the beginning of July, my beloved dog sister passed away. Aww. On Canada Day, she was at a socially distanced party with my mother and her sisters, and she was peachy. The next day, however, she wasn't feeling right. The next day, the third, she woke up and she couldn't walk. She had irreparable nerve damage in her legs, according to the vet. She'd been a bit off since suffering a very bad bout of vertigo back in the winter, and my mother, father, and sister made the very tough decision to let her go peacefully. Mm. I was on the other end of my cell phone with my fiancé very early in the morning with the time difference, crying. I had to remind myself she was just shy of 14, a long, happy life for any dog, especially a big old lab mutt like her. That's true. Yeah, that is long. I hadn't lived at home for seven years, so I'd gotten used to all the jangling of my cat's collars, not the loud clacking of retriever nails on hardwood often heard at my parents' house. Mm. Yeah, that's a very particular sound. Yeah, it, it is. It is. <laughs> uh, I was sitting on my couch drawing or writing or something in the evening around 9-ish. My fiancé had gone out to get groceries, so it was just myself and my two cats who were sitting on the couch in their box, respectively. I was listening to a podcast when I swore I heard the stairs creaking. I live in a 50-plus-year-old townhome, which does creak, but not the stairs, mostly the main floor above the basement. The creaking stopped and was replaced with the unmistakable sound of lab nails clattering off the floor. I was scared to look up, so I closed my eyes, awaiting her distinct boof of greeting. (laughs) (laughs) But when I opened my eyes after the clacking was over, one of my cats just looked very uncomfortable. The one who, funny enough, doesn't like dogs. (laughs) The weirdest part about this strange encounter is that the same identical thing happened to my father about 6,000 miles away. Mm. Due to my health issues, I shrug a lot of stuff off, but uh, it's rare for such a vivid thing to happen in the middle of me being awake. I've been a fan of your guys' work since I was in high school, and I'm getting close to 30. Ouch. I love how familiar (laughs) podcasts make you. (laughs) Thank you. It's always nice to meet a fan. I really appreciate it. I love how familiar podcasts make you to the host because my fiance and I are currently watching Black Clover and hearing Jamie using that seductive voice as the witch queen who totally looks like an artichoke. She does. Uh, Made me laugh and mentioned to my fiance, hey, it's Jamie. He can never peg Michael down, though. You voice chameleon, you. I try. My father has a few ghost stories about the ancient farmhouse we lived in when I was a toddler. If you'd like me to send those along, I can. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, sorry for yelling at you. <laughs> Regards. Kelsey from Canada, Texas. 
which is Edmonton. Oh, Alberta. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody's like, that's a Texas of Canada. That is, Yeah. Right. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's I love good. that with the cotton nails. I, li- I like, nice. I like it when pets such come a, back. such a specific thing. But that made me think the not creaky stairs. Mm-hmm. Last night, I was oh, sitting. Um, so the way that our sofas work is uh, mm-hmm. we have a really big sectional that is... Uh, it will, it will, it's a hug. It's a the fucking man eater. Like, it is. It's the best. Like you can't get up though. Once you commit to sitting in that yeah. sofa, it's lower to the ground and it's super comfortable and wide, deep. Like yeah. you can just lay out there. Like sometimes we'll just sleep down there for the hell of it because it's so comfortable. Yeah, it and is so, nice. It's dangerous. Um, I, yeah, yeah. And the it's an, you know, it's a sectional. So one back is open to mm-hmm. uh, the hallway and the other back is against the wall that is against the stairs. And so I was sitting on that wall, and we were watching a movie, and I hear uh, what I think is Dexter come down the stairs because he's like, you know, he was 35 pounds, but we got him weighed. He's 37 and a half, so he has to lose a little bit of weight. Oh, he's he's like, he's Genji weight now. (laughs) He is, yeah. So he's got to lose a little bit. So, uh, um, but he, he, I, I heard him go down the stairs, but then the same thing happened, like something, there was like a loud noise kind of uh-huh. at the bottom of the stairs and then no nails again. And I was like, what is that? And I looked and he's on the couch and next to me on my left and Dot is on my right. And I was like, what was that? And I was like, I asked Jack, because I mean, it was right behind me. So I could hear it. Dun, 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 dun. And I asked Jack if he heard it. And he was like, What? And I was like, did you hear that? The TV was pretty loud. And he was like, no, I think that one was just for you. <laughs> I was like, dude. <laughs> yeah, so that was last night. It's been, it's been busy Ooh, around here. It's been here. very active so we'll lately. See. It tends to yeah. be around the holidays, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, something about, yeah, I definitely... don't know. Something about the holidays brings out Can the ghosts. Can you hear that? I can't. <laughs> Scared <laughs> the shit out of me. <laughs> Which one is that? Is that Dex? Dexter. <laughs> He's just I didn't, <laughs> didn't shut the door. To the, so I'm, I'm in my I'm in my studio, which is a closet, and I didn't shut the door to the bedroom. So Dexter just sniffed at the bottom of the door. Now my heart is racing. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's oh, good. God. Yeah, okay. he came in Sorry. loud and clear. Um, yeah. All right. So our final <laughs> submission for today is from uh, Megan. In the summer before I started eighth grade. My family moved to the suburbs of Chicago. I often went to uh, I often went on the house hunting trips before we moved and would veto any house that gave me bad vibes. So it was extremely surprising to me when I encountered our new home's otherworldly inhabitant. I love that your parents though. That is so supportive. That's very thoughtful. That's very thoughtful and yeah. like, "Hey, you're you're going to live here too. You should you should have a say." What a concept. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the first year we lived there, nothing happened, but the following summer, I had a friend visiting with her family. My friend and I were to sleep in our fully furnished uh, base room, uh, basement living room. I was sound asleep. Ding, ding, ding. Mm, I, was, <laughs> I was sound asleep when I woke up to a tapping on the end of the couch near my feet. It was a quick three hard taps on the cushion. When I opened my eyes and shined my phone light near the area, there was nothing there. But my friend's dog, uh, there's nothing there but my friend's dog staring at the spot where the tapping had occurred. A second later, the dog jumped up and laid down on that end of the couch. It was like someone was calling the dog up to that spot. I pulled my feet uh, to my chest and turned on the lights for the remainder of the night. (laughs) As you do. Uh, that was not the I last time. I folded myself in half. <laughs> and I assumed the protective coat. I basically got in the, oh, shit, there's a tornado position. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> or um, a bomb. Or a bomb. It's, it's or, kind of the yeah, basic, like, any... protect your vital organs. Um, yeah. That was not the last time I encountered our ghost. A few weeks later, I was making lunch for myself and my neighbor when we heard running in the loft above us. The normally uh, That normally wouldn't scare me, but we were the only ones home. From the living room next to the kitchen, you could look up into the loft, but we saw no one was there. It couldn't be the dog, as he was sitting next to me, and it was too. And the footsteps were too heavy to be a uh, to be the cat. We decided to check uh, upstairs, both holding baseball bats. <laughs> we found smart. We found nothing. We ran out of the house, and I didn't go back until my parents were home. When I told my parents about what I had experienced in the house, they calmed me down, but kind of chalked it up to me just being silly. From then on, whenever lights flickered or the house creaked, my family joked about the house's ghost. No one other than me and my friend ever experienced anything until I was in college. My freshman year, I got a frantic call one night from my mother. She told me she had been watching TV in the basement when she felt something move on the couch beside her. When she looked down, Ooh. expecting our dog, she saw the impression of a hand in the cushion. It was, I was relieved that finally someone in my family experienced something too. Looking back, I don't think our ghost had ill intentions uh, and meant to scare us, but just wanted to be acknowledged by someone there. Thank you for reading my story. I'm a big Fan. Thank you. Hey, it's yes, always it's always stories. so validating when someone, especially someone who's given you grief about a, about your experiences, finally get something themselves. It's really yeah. It's yeah. nice. It's yeah. nice. It's not. It's. I don't mean to revel in anyone being scared, but it's nice when you've had an experience and someone's like, no, oh, whatever, bullshit, and then they have the same or even worse, and you're like, uh huh, weird. Tell me about it. What was that like? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's you know, <laughs> with Jack in particular, who doesn't believe in Ambit. Uh, even though he hears it, even though he's seen things, he's like, no, I don't believe it. <laughs> it's all just weird. Uh, but it is nice now because, you know, like when we very first uh, got together and you met him, uh-huh, uh-huh. he was like, no, I've never had anything like that happen to me. And you said, just wait. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> just wait. Jamie. Just wait. It'll happen. It's going to happen because uh, that's what I do. I bring it out for you other people. You bring it out. You're like a signal booster for the scaries. Right. Yeah. And so. I love it. Now he's had all of these experiences, so now if, like, when I hear the thing on the stairs, he's not like, you're imagining it. He's just like, no, that one's just for you. <laughs> it's, it's like, it used to be, you're just imagining things, and now it's, we're imagining things. <laughs> That's right, together, at the same time. Which, <laughs> yeah. which but it is, know, funny. Like, it's, a, it's a decent concession. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take it. That's fine. It's better uh, than you're crazy. That's right. Nobody wants to hear that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so we have Christmas coming up next week. We do, we do. Happy Hanukkah to everyone who's been celebrating Hanukkah. Yes, indeed. Um, Merry early Christmas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. send us your stories. You know, if you have Christmassy ghost stories too, we'll take those. Yeah. That's great. We're happy to have like... Holiday ghost stories of any kind. We're happy to have holiday runoff stories because we can do that for a couple weeks after after the holidays. Absolutely. Still going into it because why not? Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, but keep sending them. Don't not send them in because it's the holidays. Yeah, yeah. You send them in anyway. Uh, (laughs) And that's schoolintentions.com. Yeah. So you can find it there. Thank you to all of our Patreons. Patrons yeah, our from patrons, our Patreon. Our, that's our, right. That's our Patreon patrons. Patreon patrons. We have another chat. Not this weekend. Or not today. I not, guess. But not, next not today. Saturday. But next Saturday. Uh, yeah. yeah. We'll talk to our phantasms then. Yay. Um, I can't think of anything else. So uh, um, until next time, stay safe. Stay sane. And remember, 
It's, it's okay, okay to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on.